20, I want to get Derek Chauvin, man. I want to get Chauvin out. Y'all want to get Chauvin out? I'll give y'all that, I'll give y'all that Chris Dorner treatment real quick. Are you Pigs hungry? I'll give every single last one of that Chris Dorner. Are you Pigs hungry? Are you Pigs hungry? I read Chris Dorner and Pizzo every night, and I love it. And I love it. Larry Davis story every night, and I love it. Revolver, six bullets in his first shot six of you motherfuckers. Bam! In the Bronx. Shot six of you niggas dead in 1986. Six of y'all pigs shot y'all dead right in y'all fucking dog people. Bam! You got no time, you can't talk. That was lovely. That was lovely. They can't talk. That was lovely. You know what else was lovely? When that dirty bitch from the 46 got head tapped. That shit was lovely too. That dirty ass hoe from the 46 got head tapped. That shit was lovely. I love that shit. I love that shit. It ain't ever over till it's over, folks. Uh, welcome to the weekly news update and the last Truth Thursday on the last Rob Maynard show airing live. On the Red Voice Media Network, but not the last Rob Maynard show. We existed before the Red Voice Media Network, and we will exist after the Red Voice Media Network. And the new tech that we've been using, thanks to Chad Caton, is the X Spaces simulcast, and we will continue to do that when the show picks back up again in 2024 after we take the month of December off to retool everything. Well, truer words have never been said, and it ain't ever over until it's over. We've seen big breaking news this week around the country that are co continuations of the crazy long narratives pushed by those who hate America, especially in the case of the Democrat operative who was murdered during the 2016 presidential campaign. Hamas atrocity supporters right here in America rioted in New York City last night. Days ago, propagandized American atrocity supporters outed themselves at an Oakland City Council meeting. And of course, American media tried its latest to Nick Sandman, a little Native American boy, and we're talking about it all with our friend Matt Couch today, who's likely the most knowledgeable person about that Democrat operative, the Seth Rich case, that's alive today. Uh, Matt, my friend, welcome back to the Rob Manus Show, brother. Hey, that video, folks, that we just showed at the beginning was the uh, stupid American Nazi Hamas atrocity supporters, one of them, talking to the police officers there that they ended up attacking eventually, uh, and the police didn't attack them. They were attacked by these rioters at the Rockefeller Center Christmas tree uh, raising or lighting last night. And by the way, that's where little kids come with their parents to see that, to enjoy Christmas. What a bunch of assholes. That's what they are. But they were saying, if you couldn't hear it to the cops, do you want to be chauvinized? You know, Derek Chauvin. You want to be chauvinized next? Are you the next guy? And talking about sit, putting six bullets in their heads and that kind of shit. It's disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. Everything that I just said is disgusting. I'm tired of this. Every one of those losers ought to be rounded up, put in jail, and put in jail without trial for two freaking years in solitary confinement. What they're doing to the people that are do for freaking trespassing in the U.S. Capitol on January 6th. I've had enough of this shit, Matt. What say you, brother? You can talk now. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, hey, no, I'm, I'm just listening to you go, Colonel. I always love it when we get you fired up. And, uh, you know, it, it's one of those situations where you look at 
where we're at as a country, and you see that they have more tolerance for Hamas sympathizers and terrorists than they do American citizens. That's the Department of Justice that we have come to know. Uh, they are crooked to the core. They are corrupt. They lie. Uh, you look at Seth Rich. I mean, they said they had nothing to do with the laptop. Then they have the laptop. Then they have his work laptop. Uh, they never investigated. Now they've got 5,000 pages of documents. But, you know, just like JFK, they want to wait, uh, you know, 83 years to release it all and give us 500 pages a month. Uh, it's it's unbelievable the corruption from the from the Hamas thing, the things going on in New York City where they're assaulting police officers, to them defacing, uh, you know, monuments, uh, veteran monuments in Washington, D.C. and Virginia. It's it's disgusting. And we're all tired of it. We're all sick of it. It's the reason why Donald Trump is leading by a landslide in the polls. Uh, it's the reason why uh, when Donald Trump shows up, there's tens of thousands of people at his rallies. Uh, it's a reason why I, I don't even know the whole backstory on this. I've been so busy today making the media rounds. Hell, I'm hearing Black Lives Matter is now on the Trump train. I'm, do, I got, do I have to go get a BLM shirt? <laughs> That's what I heard. I saw that uh, Mr. Trump trolled them a little bit by thanking them for their endorsement. <laughs> you know what, though, Matt? Uh, uh, I shouldn't be surprised because these leftist Marxist assholes uh, that were out in the streets in New York last night rioting, uh, they're baby killers. Uh, you know, they, they kill babies in the womb. They demand that they be able to kill an aborted baby after it's aborted if it lives. You know, they're politicians yeah. who get away with talking about it and, and everything. And I'm going to talk about that because I'm pro-life. And they're supporting the people that went in October 7th and beheaded freaking babies and kidnapped them. I mean, there's a nine-month-old child that's still a hostage, unless they've released him tonight. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're, these people are not human beings. They're animals, and they should be treated like animals. I'm tired of it. I'm the one that's been calling for unconditional surrender of Hamas, and Israel should be demanding that and continue this destruction of that infrastructure over there and that organization until they either do that or they're all gone enough to where they're just nothing but like the the Nazis were after World War II uh, that went into nothing. Even the ones that still live would never, ever talk about uh, it and uh, try to uh, implement that philosophy again because it had to be crushed, and it was crushed, and that's what Israel needs to continue to do, do with this. And shame on the President of the United States, Matt, for, for sending Blinken over there and trying to get those guys to not kill those bastards. Right. You know right. what? I'm a warrior. I hate war more than anything. But, man, when you bring it on me, I'm going to crush you. Yeah, I'm gonna and you, crush you look at the— you look at the cribs over there that you know that have been disintegrated and burned. You look at some of the horrific imagery and things like that. I think Benjamin Netanyahu said it best when he was like, "Would America have listened to Israel after 9/11 if we said, hey, let's do a ceasefire, let's stop?" And we wouldn't have listened, but yet we expect them to listen to us when you know nearly 2,000 Israelis were butchered and murdered. It's 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 disgusting what we're witnessing. Uh, Anthony Blinken couldn't talk my nine-year-old into cleaning her room. So, so sending him over anywhere uh, is, is absolutely ridiculous. I mean, the guy is an absolute moron. He's a puppet on a string. You got a defense secretary who dresses like Darth Vader and wears masks and shields everywhere because he's scared of his own shadow. It's, it's unbelievable, this administration. Then you've got a secretary of state uh, who's too busy sniffing, uh, you know, John Kerry's ass to actually be the secretary of state. Anywhere Kerry goes, he goes. This is just ludicrous that this is our government. And it's despicable that we are not all in for Israel, that
that we're not backing, uh, you know, really our only military ally that could actually, in my opinion, do anything. I, I, I don't believe that the UK or France are what they used to be. Uh, I don't, you know, the whole, does Israel have nukes? Uh, yes or no, we're not sure. You know, that's kind of the, the tweener question. And uh, I'll, I'll answer that for everybody at home. Israel 100% has nuclear weapons, guaranteed. Yeah. One thousand percent. I mean, they are they are brilliant scientifically. They are brilliant militarily. My grandfather, World War II veteran, was in the OSS. One thing he always told his grandkids was he said, you know, he said one thing he never wanted to go to war with was Israel. Not only are they God's chosen people, not only are they, uh, you know, a group that, um, you know, you don't want to fight, but you know, they they don't lose. They're, they're not going to lose again. They they with what they've been through, they are they are fighting for their existence. And, uh, and and that makes someone very dangerous. When your back's against the wall, it makes you very, very dangerous. But the anti-Semitic rhetoric we're seeing in America, um, it, it's, isn't it amazing, Colonel? I'll yield back here. But was it, was it five, six, seven years ago, these same clowns that are in, on the left that are now pushing all the anti-Israel, anti-Jewish, uh, anti-Semitic jargon, five, six, seven years ago, they were calling every conservative an anti-Semite. Literally the same people. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that— that's one of the most frustrating things about this is the Americans, uh, uh, which is what I'm focused on right now. And, and by the way, if you're in the space audience and you try to come up on my platform and my show, especially this show, the last show I'm doing uh, as part of the RVM network, and, and talk bullshit about supporting the frickin' Palestinians, bullshit. You're not talking. This is my platform. Cat, Shell, you screen those assholes if they try to do that because we're not going to let you put your damn message out, because that's what we're going to talk about in the next segment is the propagandized Americans, bad. Well, now let's go over to that Spaces audience. I love you guys, uh, but if you're one on the other side that's trying to say they're, these people are okay, you're not talking today. Not talking today. Who's six? Who's up, Cap? We got Show. we got Grizz. We're safe here. It's good to I go. know. I know you are. <laughs> yeah, just real quick, you brought up something. When you said war, you know, you got me thinking of Andrew Breitbart. You know, at war, you know, and we got, yeah. you know, you bring up Skippy from old John Podesta when he got in his face, you know, and you go to the WikiLeaks and all that stuff. And I know mm -hmm. he's, I'm not going to say nothing about the other. I love it because we're going to bring up Seth Rich. I just love it, you know, but look at all the stuff that he said didn't come out of it. Yeah. The the wet work, you know, all this stuff. I mean, I can't wait till retribution comes because, man, I, I just feel in my heart and my soul that, you know, Scalia was murdered because I we know who he was hunting with. Just I just wanted to have your two cents on it, you guys. Yeah, uh, personally, I believe Scalia was murdered too, uh, quite honestly. But uh, you know what? Uh, I'll, I'll let Matt answer the question. You mean you, you mean but, wet works at the vineyard was a code word, Colonel? <laughs> That's weird. I, I surely not. Surely, surely not. Yeah, I, I agree with the Scalia thing. I think there's. I mean, they literally. I mean, what, didn't they? Didn't they uh, cremate or bury him within like three days or something? Too, I think they cremated him within like three days. It was it was an insane uh, situation there. And then you, you, the emails came out after the fact of Podesta, you know, emailing you know what works at the vineyard. I mean, which we all know what what works is is a CIA term. It means icing someone. It's insane. And uh, and, and the fact that this was never it, it goes into so many of these cases, Colonel. It's just it, it's it's crazy, but. I know you're gonna you're gonna lead into uh, something else here, so I don't want to I don't want to veer off into a mat couch and hang a hang a right and then a left and another right. So I'm All gonna right. kick it yeah. back over. After to the half hour break is the uh, Seth Rich segment, so uh, let's not go into that too deep. Uh, although I'm not gonna control what you say, man. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> we can we can go all over the place. Uh, 
Before we go to the break, though, uh, let's take one more question. We got some time, uh, believe it or not, uh, in spite of uh, both of us being long-winded. Go ahead, Kat, Joe. Hey, I'm going to go out of order because he's pressed for time. Jim's got a question for you, and we'll come back to you, Bill. Jim Pat. Uh, go to Bill. Sorry. Uh, well, hey, so I'll, I'll just throw this out here. Listen, it is absolutely absurd what we are allowing happen in this country, in major cities in this country and around the world, these Palestinian protests. Not, not that they are protesting. We live in a country, in a free society, where people are allowed to demonstrate in a, in, in a proper manner without causing violence or problem. Mm -hmm. But that's the problem. They are causing violence. They are disrupting normal behaviors, and we have an a media that a media that is complicit yeah. in yeah. giving these people a platform when they they truly don't deserve one over against a massive pro-Israel protest in Washington D.C. recently. Mm -hmm. So what we're doing is we're seeding this discussion and the murderous behavior of Hamas to these protests without really looking into the situation as it exists. Oh, I totally agree, Jim. You know, well, it's not we that are seeding it. It's our corporate media, which is really government media now, that is enabling the seeding of the of the debate to those people. Uh, because we're going to talk about them. The reason I'm not going to give them any time today from the Spaces audience, if they happen to be in there, is because I'm showing what the idiots are talking about uh, after this break. We're going to talk about and we're going to show the video from the Oakland City Council meeting and you will see five or six totally propagandized, mentally injured Americans saying things that are just completely factually unsupported uh, about their support for the Hamas atrocity killers and creators. Uh, and it's, in, it's important under the First Amendment and why... I'm not censoring them. I'm actually going to show them on my show so that we can identify these crazy idiots and call them out for what they are, because you're exactly right. Isn't that right, Matt, before we go to the break here? Absolutely. No, I mean, they need to be exposed, Colonel. That's the big thing. And I think uh, yeah. you know, so many people just try to sweep it under the rug. They just let it go. And, and Jim's absolutely right. We have to start calling out the stupidity in this country and, and quit worrying about who everyone offends. Absolutely. Well, let me do my last ad read for... Uh, uh, for the folks that are sponsors of Red Voice Media Network. Listen up, folks. Bidenomics is not working. The U.S. dollar is losing its value, and your hard-earned savings are at risk. You can act now before it's too late with one straightforward, entirely legal tax loophole. Contact my friends at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide. Learn how to safeguard your wealth from a failing dollar in volatile markets with gold and silver IRAs. Dial 833, the number 2, USA Gold. That's 833 Two four six five, or you can visit protectfrombiden.com. Welcome back to the Rob Manus Show, where our guest is uh, Matt Couch of the DC Patriot today, and we're talking uh, just doing a weekly news update from around inside the country. You know, I, I specifically wanted to uh, not uh, talk about anything uh, overseas other than the way this Hamas thing interrelates with what Americans are doing. Americans, show clip two, Disco, to see what idiots these Americans are, and we need to let them talk and get them on the air so we can shame them for what idiots they are. Go ahead. 
There's not been beheadings of babies and rapings. Israel murdered their own people on October 7th. Calling Hamas a terrorist organization is ridiculous, racist, and plays into genocidal propaganda that is flooding our media and that we should be doing everything possible to combat. I support the right of Palestinians to resist occupation, including through Hamas, the armed wing of the unified Palestinian resistance. As an Arab, asking with this context to condemn Hamas is very anti-Arab racist. The notion that this was a massacre of Jews is a fabricated narrative. Many of those killed on October seventh, you, your time is up. including children, were killed by the IDF. An amendment condemning Hamas is bald propaganda meant to. A Thank you. Your time is up. To hear them complain about Hamas violence is like listening to a wife-beater complain when his wife finally stands up and fights back. Question: Did anyone else notice that those who oppose this resolution are old white supremacists? There's been a lot of atrocity propaganda, ranging from claims of beheaded babies to mass rape. Hamas is not a terrorist organization just because the U.S. and Israel um, deems it so. Hamas is a resistance organization that is fighting for the liberation of Palestinian people and their land. <laughs> uh, well, I'll get your thoughts on that first, Matt, before I roll into it. I've, I've been aggressive enough uh, at this point, but uh, I got some things to say about it, too. I, I mean, every time I hear these people talk, it's like I'm watching, you know, Rashida Tlaib or Ilhan Omar or or any of these other morons that are banned from even visiting the, the nation of Israel. They all sound the same. Their talking points are all the same. Israel bad, uh, everyone else good. Uh, not once of these people uh, admitted that what Hamas did was bad. You look at the polling and 52% polled uh, said they support Hamas in Palestine. So it's one of those things where you're literally worried about a group that wants to exterminate another group. I don't buy this nonsensical BS that the people that are that are what do you call it, peace for Palestine or whatever, are 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 actually oh they can coexist with Israel. They like the Israelis. They don't, Colonel. They want to wipe them off the face of the earth. That's the goal. They want to wipe them out, and uh, and and they're lying. And, and I, I don't know the media. The media or people are just naive. Common sense is out the window. But if you think the pro-Palestinian folks want to see the Jewish nation live, you're you're crazy. And I'll I'll yield back. Yeah, well, well, that clip, uh, every one of those bullets, folks, that were a Hamas propaganda piece, that those people have their minds infected to, by propaganda from Hamas and Iran uh, and Hezbollah uh, and the Islamic Nazis uh, of al-Qaeda and ISIS. Uh, that is their propaganda coming out of Americans' mouths in a city council meeting in Oakland, uh, and what they were pushing back against was an amendment to condemn Hamas's atrocities to a resolution saying that Israel should should have a ceasefire. Okay, that's what they were pushing back against. Think about that. Every phrase that they uttered was a piece of Hamas propaganda, and I'm not going to document it for it. It's documented. You can go find it coming right out of the Hamas and Iranian propaganda system. It's there. Look, they love to brand their shit, folks, and it's branded, every one of those bullet points. And it's just not factually supported. You know, there's an American non, uh, 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 an American doctor that went in uh, to Israel. She's not a Jewish person. Uh, she's a Christian. She was on, I think, uh, either Waters or, 
or uh, Laura Ingram last night. And uh, she went into the morgues. She looked at the bodies. She confirmed everything that those people were saying was false or that Israel, <laughs> that's another one. That's a really, that's a doozy. Israel's IDF killed their own people. Okay, all right. That sounds like the 9-11 people now. Uh, you know, uh, uh, Americans flew flew uh, airliners into the building. It was an inside job. All kinds of stuff has come out from the 9-11 thing. That's exactly the same thing that Hamas and Iran and all of these Islamo-Nazi organizations propaganda likes to do. And those Americans, I'm not. they're not victims. They are willing, useful idiots. Willing, useful idiots. And every one of these protests from these people has gone violent. Every single one of them. I'm surprised it didn't get violent in that city council meeting in Oakland. Just beware. Don't go to Oakland, folks. If you're an American that believes in freedom and the right to defend yourself, I wouldn't step foot in that city. No, I wouldn't either, Colonel. I mean, it's terrible. It, it, it's absolutely awful. And I think that so many of these cities across the country have just became you know, hell holes. I mean, other than San Francisco, which they cleaned up for the Chinese president, that seems to be back to normal after they pushed all the homeless people into camps and cleaned the streets up. But uh, amazing how that worked. And the media didn't even say a word about it. It looked like a scene from Red Dawn with Chinese flags hanging everywhere. And I'm talking about the 19, uh, you know, 1984 version of Red Dawn, not the, the PG one that they put out afterwards. But it's, it's, it's sad. I mean, liberal cities have become absolute hell holes for this country. They're awful. Uh, they're, they're, but I also think, you know, we've got to figure out a way to take them back because you're, you're losing the country little by little, step by step. And uh, at some point, these folks are going to have to, you know, something's going to have to turn uh, to turn America around. I mean, I, I, it sucks that, you know, you can't even take your family to New York City, Colonel, during the holidays, right? During, mm-hmm. you know, used to be, that would be a great trip for Christmas to see Rockefeller and uh, see Radio City Music Hall and take your kids to the toy store. Uh, where the movie Big was filmed, and it's a, and it's a nostalgic place in New York City, and you can't do that anymore because of the immigrants. The I hate, I'm not, I hate calling them immigrants, illegal immigrants, illegal aliens. I want to, we need to get back to calling them illegal aliens. Why? Because it offends them, and we should want to offend them. You're in our country illegally, and uh, and it's it's nuts. If you took a, an ICE deportation team into these pro-Hamas rallies, what do you think the percentage of people you'd end up deporting would be? 50, 60, 70 percent? I don't know, but if you're a student uh, uh, and you're a pro-Hamas person and you're here on a student visa, you ought to be deported. Uh, that's yeah. because, you know, we if it was Nazi Germany happening and we after we had found out about the Holocaust and confirmed it and everything, uh, we, we'd been deporting them too uh, and, and those kind of things. So, yeah, let's shift just a little bit, but it's kind of along the same subject line. Uh, it's about censorship, propaganda and everything. And. Uh, did you see Elon Musk's uh, performance that's been all over the videos? I didn't, I didn't get the clip. I should have got the clip because it's great uh, when he says F them. And I can't use the F bomb. My wife will not let me do it. So uh, I will Go do everything I can to not do that on air. Uh, uh, but, you know, Elon's getting quizzed by this leftist punk who I don't even know who the guy was at some at something. And, and uh, Bob Iger from Disney is in the audience. Uh, and uh, so first he's, you know, he's kind of pinging him and the guy's pinging him about, you know, what it's because of what you said that you're losing advertisers, uh, which is BS. That's total bullshit. It's a, it's an attempt to get I, uh, 
to get advertisers to leave so that Twitter or X or whatever it is goes out of business and goes bankrupt. He said that, uh, uh, and, uh, and he said, F them, you know, uh, if they don't want to, if they want to look like they're doing the right thing when they're really being evil, F them, you know? And then he went on in a second clip. Uh, I don't know if you saw this part. I just saw it a few minutes before we went on air or I would have cut it. Uh, and he's talking about the specific advertisers and he's like, F them too. And then he looks in the audience and says, Bob, I'm talking to you. Pointing at yeah, the goes, hi, yeah, hi, Bob. Yeah, he looks at me. He goes, so they want to black, you know, he goes, I should want people that want to blackmail me for money. He said, go F yourselves. And then he looks at the audience and he goes, hey, look at, and he goes, and real slow, Elon says, go F yourself. He says, is that clear enough for you? And then he looks over at Bob Iger and he goes, hi, Bob. Yeah. Because Elon said, you know, the people are the judge, you know, the country, the country will judge. Uh, and it is. And the guy's like, well, what about Disney? Yo, uh, that's not true. And, and he goes, and Elon has to tell the guy, uh, yes, it is. Their stock uh, was at 200 and something dollars a few years, like two years ago. And now it's like, what, 110, you know? Yeah. Uh, I don't know exactly what the numbers are, uh, but but it's been cut by 50%. They've had to admit that they made a huge mistake going woke uh, and all that crap. Uh, and even their good movies are failing. They can't even beat the independent movies. Uh, you know, uh, it, it's amazing. And, uh, and Iger's got to go, man. He's got to go. I'm, I'm a Disney kid from age five years old. All my grandchildren but one have been there. I've made sure they go, everything. But I'm not doing anything with that company until they fix themselves and apologize and it, tell us that they're not going to do it anymore. It, it amazes me that, you know, you make a, you make a uh, D Disney cartoon. This is one of the newer ones about a red panda. And the premise of the movie is about little girls getting their periods. And you're, and you're airing this to, uh, you know, six, seven, eight, nine year old little girls. I was in the theater, you know, to watch this. This has been a few years ago. And I'm sitting there as a dad with my two daughters going, what in the hell is happening? One of my daughters at the time was like six or seven. And, uh, and you see that now I'm not a cancel culture guy. You know that about me. Um, yep. I, I, but I feel like I'm a good enough parent that I watch things. You know, I actually police things. The biggest problem in this country is that parents are lazy. So they just want to cancel anything and everything on both sides of the aisle. Me personally, you know, if you want to watch Netflix, that's your prerogative. If you want to watch Disney Plus, that's your prerogative. I'm going to watch Disney Plus because I've got kids, but they're not going to watch the smut and the crap. I'm going to watch Home Improvement with Tim Allen, who's a great conservative actor, and he's got a new series out, The Santa Clauses, uh, which I watch, which is phenomenal, uh, you know, and, and I like Tim Allen. And so I'm going to watch that, you know. I'm not Obviously, if I've got Netflix, I'm not going to go watch the Obama documentaries. I could care less if they drove off a cliff like Thelma and Louise. I don't care. But I am going to watch White House Down and the shows that I like I think we've got to do a good job of saying, okay, you do you, you do what you want to do. Uh, but I don't like doing what the left does. And the left tries to cancel anything and everything. And then conservatives have kind of taken that up and where they do it now. And to me, it's like, my whole thing is just do your own thing, be your own person. Uh, and if you're a parent, mate, watch what your kids are doing. The reason why the society is wrecked, I talked about this on another show earlier today. I never even looked at it this way. Um, but the real think about what's you look at the Hispanics that come in across the border, legal or illegal. Most of them, most are hardworking folks. They'll they'll put multiple families in one home. They all work. They create companies. They start businesses. 
and they work mm-hmm. really hard. But Colonel, what the, what screwed up is the children. Why are the why are their children screwed up? Because they're in the American public school system. We are literally screwing up even the illegals that come into this country. Nobody wants yep. to talk about that. We're even screwing up the illegals. Everyone's like, oh my God, they're a problem. No, they're not a problem. The American education system is. We've screwed their kids up. Well, I, I, don't know if I agree totally with that uh, because you got a lot of MS-13 son of a bitches well, coming. Yeah, but I mean, MS-13 guys aren't going to junior high. You know what I mean? Like, they're not going to middle school. I'm talking some, about— Some of them are. God, I hope not. not I, I got to go check the schools now, man. If we, you found in Omaha. we found them in Omaha. You better be checking the schools, man. I'm not for cancel culture either, Matt, uh, uh, but we have to use the power we have to either get them to, to, to either put them out of business or get them to change their ways and correct themselves. Because with Disney in particular, it's very insidious. You know, they're layering this shit in these cartoons. Parents don't find out about it quite often until after the fact. Uh, because you can't watch everything, man. Well, let's go over to the Spaces audience uh, uh, and uh, take a question. Hey, Bill, go ahead. Yeah, I'm, I'm really happy that you have uh, Matt on um, tonight, and always love you, Colonel. Uh, the hypocrisy of Apple, Disney, and IBM um, boycotting uh, X is is outrageous. Yeah. I worked for IBM. IBM has a history. Um, that um, few know, right, um, that they created and worked with um, Hitler. Uh, they created tabulation machines specifically for counting the Jews in the concentration camps. Um, so for them to come out and say they're appalled at, you know, this advertising on Nazi accounts is, is just outrageous. And, and Disney's not clean themselves. I posted uh, Elon's speech um, or, or phrase GFY, um, today. And it's, and people are absolutely, uh, responding to it and supporting him. Um, and I love the fact that he said, I don't need you. I'm good. You know, it's not just about money for me. That's right. right. <laughs> it absolutely is not. That's right. You're absolutely right. You know, I'm glad you brought up the IBM thing before we go to the break. Uh, uh, Matt, uh, because IBM, uh, I don't know if, if anybody studied the history of the Holocaust and looked at the evidence that was collected, the paper evidence that was collected, these beautiful spreadsheets uh, that you wouldn't think would be able to be done uh, in uh, in that era, uh, the, the, where they documented everything, you know, down to the number of gold, gold pieces they got out of people's mouths uh, and, and everything. That was done by your IBM. Your company, IBM, that's raising hell about the fake ads, uh, the fake uh, Nazi accounts having ads run next to them. There were two. They were both fake, created by those crazies over at that media organization. Uh, uh, and, uh, and that's the whole that's the whole thing, and it's the difference, I think, between the right uh, putting pressure and using their power of the consumerism and the economy to get these companies to either fail or back off, uh, and the left— where they, the, on the left, they have an intentional operation to try to cancel people like Elon Musk and their companies and us. Uh, that's, a different, that's a different perspective than what those of us that are trying to use our economic power to influence these companies to do one of two things, either get out of the business they're in and leave our kids alone or correct themselves. Uh, you know, 
Uh, and Matt, over to you before we go to a break real quick, 30 seconds. Yeah, no, I mean, I think it's it's just the typical hypocrisy, blasphemy, whatever you want to call it, of corporations in America. And, uh, you know, before we, you know, we went on the air here, you know, Ken Paxton filed a lawsuit against Pfizer for basically lying. And, uh, and I think it's going to take more things like what Ken Paxton's doing and Elon Musk is doing, going after the IBMs, going after the Pfizer's. They're going to have to fight back and, and push back on these clowns and stop allowing them to bully them. And I'll yield back on that. Yeah, we got to go to a break. Yeah, you're exactly right, Matt. Uh, we got to go to a break. But when we come back, we'll hear from Joe Rogan about Seth Rich. And then Matt's going to tell us about all the updates going on with that case. I'm Rob Manus. We'll be right back. If you're like me and you want to be prepared for the unexpected. That's where the wellness company's emergency medical kit comes Over in. Over 40% of Americans say that they would avoid a doctor or a hospital unless it was a catastrophic situation. Medical emergency kits with ivermectin. The kit contains eight potentially life-saving medications for you to keep on hand in the event of natural disasters, supply chain shortages, medical emergencies, or like an apocalyptic situation. These are the actual medications that you would need in the event of certain situations. So they've got emergency antibiotics, antivirals, antiparasitics. This is a guy who is a real Bernie Sanders supporter, open Bernie Sanders supporter who worked for the DNC. The DNC absolutely rigged the primary against Bernie Sanders. He was aware of this. He was there while this was all going down. So was Donna Brazil. Everyone was aware of it. The guy got fucking murdered after he leaked information to WikiLeaks. If you don't think that's a little weird, what are you looking at? What 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 delusional rose-colored glasses are you looking at your party from? Are you think you're in some Julia Roberts movie from 1990? This is real shit. Some guy got killed. He was 24 years old. He was a young guy who was very optimistic and had this view of the world where he, I mean, the guy fucking wore American flag pants and shirt. There's a famous picture of him with a beer on. He's a patriot in a lot of ways. He wanted to be involved in the political process. He was very idealistic. His, his, he was probably shattered by finding out that the party that he was working for was corrupting the democratic process. And because I've said this before, you know, I've been accused of helping Donald Trump win by really wacky people online, like by pointing out all the flaws of Hillary Clinton. Like, look, man, you can't ignore that shit because you want one side to win. I've talked about all of his flaws, too. Shit like that well, More stuff comes out, like the Seth Rich stuff. The amount of people, and I, this is where I leak into conspiracy theories, the amount of people connected to Hillary Clinton organization, to the Clinton Foundation, to Bill Clinton, the amount of people that have been iced is stunning. But then Some of them are bullshit shit and coincidental and you know people and they're in a weird job and people get killed. There's a lot of people that have been killed. But, a lot. But don't you think uh, I, what I love when they talk about the Uranium One story like it's debunked. Right. Bill Clinton got a half a million dollars put directly in his pocket from a Kremlin bank. 
directly. And then $142 million flowed into the Clinton Foundation. And it was a bunch of bunch of motherfuckers surrounded a nuclear deal because they wanted to do charity. So what's the argument that it was debunked? They, they, oh, they say, they, you, you, they say, oh, no, this, this is, she was only one of nine things that had to sign off on. There was all these other agencies that had to sign off on it and this and that. That's all bullshit. That was all influenced. Uh, they, someone gave your Clinton. Welcome back to the Rob Manus Show. Uh, that was Joe Rogan uh, talking about Seth Rich on his show. And I got to be honest with you, uh, I get I get emotional when I see Mr. Rich in that picture and the red, white, and blue stuff because you know what? There was a time when uh, before the Marxist, Nazi-loving, atrocity-loving people took over the Democrat Party, where we were just all Americans who had a disagreement on how to approach policy. That doesn't exist anymore. It's gone. But we do have the man that knows the most about the Seth Risk cage, who, and probably the Clintons, too, because he's from Arkansas. He's a Razorback. I almost have to spit when I say that, Matt. You know. Uh, you'd uncovered was that the Clinton campaign, basically, a lot of people don't know this, the DNC basically gave control of the primaries to the Clinton team. Hillary Clinton's team, when she was running for president, literally was running the DNC, like the Robbie Mooks, the David Brocks, that group, okay? And so what he had uncovered is that if there was a primary going on, the Bernie, he was a Bernie bro. The Bernie Sanders people would be sent to a location that was, a, was not even a place you could vote, a wrong address, and all of Hillary's people would be sent to the actual polling location for a primary. And so they caught them rigging the primaries in like Rhode Island and Connecticut and other places. That's why Debbie Wasserman Schultz had to resign in shame. That's how Donna Brazil became the head of the DNC. And there's a whole whole backstory to this, but that's one of the many things he uncovered. Make a long story short, we fast forward, we started investigating it. Nobody wanted to talk about it. A month later, after his murder, Julian Assange goes on a Dutch television program and says that, you know, talks about Seth Rich. And he's like, there's a young man who was murdered in the streets of Washington. Uh, it's very, uh, very coincidental, very interesting. Uh, WikiLeaks is offering a $20,000 reward. And the, and the host, the Dutch host says, you know, he says, well, why make, the, uh, why make the accusation if he's not your source? He's obviously Julian Assange's source. I have someone, uh, one of our sources, who spent a week in the Ecuadorian embassy with Assange, who told my team verbatim directly uh, that Julian Assange uh, paid Seth Rich and that Seth Rich was the leaker. And so we, we know that. I, I've taken that information to the House Intelligence Committee back in 2018. We know uh, just from the sources that we have that he was the leaker. And so, but we, we don't have the evidence to prove it. We have people that are saying the yes, X, Y, and Z, but that's where this thing goes. So then you fast forward again, uh, we, get, we get tips from other people uh, like Seymour Hirsch, Pulitzer Prize winning darling of the left, Colonel, uh, you know, for New York Times, multiple yep. Pulitzers. This is an old school Democrat. Seymour Hirsch, he's the one who, who out of the U.S. has blown up the pipeline with Russia and, and Europe and Ukraine. Uh, he, he's that guy also. He's, he's a credible, credible journalist for a leftist. He is not, he is an old school Democrat, a Kennedy Democrat, if you will. He gets recorded by someone and literally doesn't know he's being recorded. And he tells everyone, he tells them this recording that Seth Rich's murder was, the kid didn't know what all he had. It was a Brennan op, which is a CIA op, is what he's saying on his murder. And we start digging into this, Colonel, peeling the layers back. And then it's still in the news. I'll, I'll, try, to, I'll try to land this here in a second, but it's just to kind of say everybody on what's really happened here. You're going to see a lot of X's and O's and technical stuff and jargon that people put out there that they can't prove, they can't claim, uh, and they they try to, you know, 
act like they've uncovered something that my team has done for the last six or seven years. And I see it all over social media in the last 48 hours. I've had, right. I've had the thousand messages from people going, Hey man, did you see this court filing? I'm like, yeah, it's my attorneys. You've done that. <laughs> you know, it just, it just goes all over me. But so we go to go the FBI claim. They never investigated this, right? That's the big story here. They said, right. we never took possession of anything. We never investigated it. Tom Fitton at judicial watch did a FOIA request. Now, he wasn't looking for Seth Rich. It was a completely different case. And then he gets hundreds and hundreds of documents back. My team starts going through it. Judicial Watch didn't even know what they had. The investigators on my team, uh, you know, Larry Beach, Hannibal Moot, others on my team, and those aren't their real names. I'll just leave it at that. I don't know what agencies they work for, and I'm not going to speculate. But we start peeling the layers back. And we find communications and emails, FBI emails between Peter Strzok and Lisa Page discussing Seth Rich and how they're going to squash the investigation. This is in 2020. So we, yeah. once we got that information, we knew the FBI was lying. We started filing lawsuits. Ty Clevenger and Eden Quayton led the charge on this. Uh, Ty uh, is just a, an amazing person. This is his suit right now that he's working on. Uh, and so when we start, when we start suing, they, they start out and they go, oh, yeah, we found 500 pages. Oh, we found 20,000 pages as the, as the, you know, as, as, as the FOIA, as, as, as the judge starts making them peel things back. Now here's where we're at. They said they never investigated, never took possession of anything. The FBI now has admitted that they have 5,000 pages of documents relating to Seth Rich. They have his personal laptop. They have his work laptop. They have the tape and DVD drives. And a federal judge has now ordered them to release all that. Uh, and they have to give a disclosure in 14 days of when they're going to release all that. We've been fighting for years for this. I, I get people that ask me constantly, what's what's taking so long in Seth Rich? And my response, and I'll land it here, is how's that JFK thing working out for you? Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's take some questions from the audience, uh, Matt. Uh, uh, go ahead, uh, Kat and Shell, over in the Spaces audience. Uh, nobody has their hand up. N- Naomi, really? you had your hand up earlier. Did you have something for me? Oh, I lied. Uh, Angelo does. Thank you so much for uh, speaking on this. Um, you know, I'm very concerned about the Clintons and the DNC and just everything that's going on within the globalist, the shadow government, all that. You know, um, as a young person, I'm 23 years old. Um, I'm in um, Michigan. And Michigan, <laughs> Michigan is well known for um, issues, especially with 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 um, elections and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess, what advice would you give to me, you know, who is fighting in this fight against um, the Democratic um, um, regime, as as well as those within the Rhino establishment as well? I guess rather. Thank you. Great question, Matt. You want me to take that one? Um, I'll, yeah, I'll tell you the advice I would give you is, is basically, I would say, first and foremost, people have got to get involved. Um, social media is great, but when I say get involved, you know, you need to be going to your city council meetings. If you're a mom or a dad, you need to go to your school board meetings. If you are in that, you need to go to your county Republican meetings. They all have them. You have got to get involved in groups. You've got to get involved in clubs. And you've got to work from the local level all the way up to the state level. Every person, Scott Pressler taught me this a long time ago, every person should be registering three new voters a month. Every conservative out there, it's not hard to do. Everyone should be getting three new voters a month registered. It is not hard to do, and everyone should do it. So that's my first steps right there. It's just simple, you know, and then also you should be a poll watcher. 
You should be a door knocker. You should work a phone bank. And everyone always goes, oh, I just don't have time. As the colonel knows, he's ran for office. You can literally work a phone bank by logging in on your computer at home or your laptop at home. They'll set you right on up and you can make calls right off your computer. There's no excuse for not getting involved. So phone bank, poll watcher, door knocker, join a street team, get involved at all levels. Because I'll tell you right now, the only way that we win in 24 is we have to overvote the fraud. We have to literally be come out in numbers to where they cannot overturn it. And we have to have, they're, they're not going to cheat if there's like seven conservatives on every street corner or the conservatives or conservatives are actually working in the polling stations as well. That changes the game. And we've got to change the game, folks. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, I would add, though, uh, from a personal security perspective, uh, make sure you know how to exercise your Second Amendment rights, uh, that you follow the law, that you buy more guns and ammo, that you train with those guns and ammo, uh, and uh, and that you're always aware of your surroundings. You know, I mean, just listening to the story uh, about Seth Rich and and uh, uh, the facts surrounding that we know surrounding his murder. Uh, you know, he, he, I don't think he was paying attention. It, it doesn't seem like he was paying attention to his surroundings at 4.30 a.m. Uh, in the morning. And uh, you got to be careful out there, folks. Uh, you know, Hill Street Blues, Sergeant, said it every show. If you ever watch Hill Street Blues, I know some people, most people probably didn't, uh, don't know what that is. But uh, it's, uh, it's a great old saying, be careful out there. It's a dangerous world, and it's much more dangerous now than it was when I was your age uh, inside our own country, unfortunately. I love it when you quote Sipowitz. <laughs> uh, well, uh, I got to take another commercial break, uh, but uh, we'll take more questions on the backside after we see the intro video uh, where another media outlet, a government, I call them the government media outlets, tries to, uh, to Nick Sandman. A uh, young Native American uh, boy. We'll be right back on the Rob Manus show. We interrupt today's programming to bring unfortunate news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. So take action now. The Federal Reserve's phased deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard and put your hard-earned assets in jeopardy. But here's the good news. There's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Speak to someone at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Dial 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now, 833-287-2465. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Call 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now, 833 833- 287-2465. Act swiftly. 
spin article uh, headline uh, saying the NFL needs to get control of of their uh, their racism or something like that. Uh, and uh, welcome back to the uh, Rob Mana Show with Matt Couch as my guest today. We're just doing a weekly update uh, news around the country, and uh, uh, it is infuriating. You know, it is infuriating. I think I've said bullshit more on this show than on all of my other shows combined uh, because the the judicial system in this country is completely one-sided. We have people languishing in solitary confinement before trial for years now, while others, the other side uh, just last night attacked police officers that supporting the Hamas atrocity creators openly, and I'm not talking about their voices, I get that. Uh, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the violence that they're getting away with completely. And uh, when you have the other side, people that just, some people just said the word 1776 real loud. Owen Schwarzer's in prison right now, you know, uh, just for that. At uh, the Capitol on January 6th, he wasn't even inside. You know, it, it it is infuriating, and it is bullshit, and I'm going to call it out. I'm tired of it. Uh, I, I served this country too long, risked my life, lost my friends. Uh, uh, my dad uh, served this country for 23 years. Uh, his death was in part caused by service-connected disabilities that were never approved by the United States government. And I'm I'm tired of it. It's time to get back to equal protection under the law or equal application under the law or the country won't exist anymore and all these people that are coming behind me will be radicalized. That's, what's, that's what you're witnessing, folks. You're witnessing a radicalization of America. Yeah, uh, it's... Um... And it's going to make the BLM radicals look like kindergartners when it happens because you're radicalizing the people with all the guns. And I hope that little Holden kid's family sues the hell out of Deadspin and every other media outlet that tried to say he was a racist for wearing the Kansas City Chief colors and doing the tom. He was doing the tomahawk chop, chop in the videos, and the black NFL players on the Chiefs sideline started doing it with him. God, it pisses me off. Anyway, <laughs> good. No, Carl, you're good. You're good. I was just thinking that we need to send you a, a bottle of scotch or bourbon or something to uh, calm you down a little bit. And uh, McCallum you know, 12. McCallum 12. <laughs> 12. There we go. There we go. I've got some Woodford Reserve over here that Beardbeck uh, brought me that we can uh, we can dig into at some point. But uh, no, I mean you're fired up today, and I love seeing it. Uh, you're absolutely right. The because nobody throws a party in the streets like a Hamas party, and that's what's heading to America. Uh, I mean, who doesn't want a Hamas oh, block party in their neighborhood, right? It's here. It's already here. The cells are here, folks. Uh, Matt, I got to correct you there. The cells are already here. They're in place. If they don't have their resources yet, and I'm talking about ammo, explosives, and all that, communications gear, planning capability, uh, they are gathering it right now. But the cells are here. There's no doubt in my mind. Oh, sure. Uh, yeah, 100% they are. They'll just buy the, what they need off the back of a truck in Chicago or New York, yeah. you know, where there's, where there's lawlessness and uh, there's there's literally hardly any uh, any enforcement in, in these big cities anymore. From a you know it, it, everything's a cash bond out. You can literally beat the crap out of somebody with a shovel, and they'll they'll cash bond you out the same day after you commit an assault. And 
So there's yeah. there's nothing that's going to keep these people from doing that. But no, and, and I, I always say, you know, the Hamas party is going to be lit. You know, no pun intended. And uh, and that's gonna that's gonna definitely it's gonna definitely happen. I mean, there's one choice that people have, Colonel, to fix this problem. You've got to elect Donald J. Trump as the next president of the United States. If you mm-hmm. don't have that as your goal, if you're not thinking Donald Trump should be the next president of the United States of America, you obviously hate America. Period. Yeah. If you think that, uh, I mean, he's polling, he's 40, 50, 60 points ahead in every primary. He is crushing these people in the primary. Uh, DeSantis' political career is now over because of this. And, and, and I got newsflash, everybody. They're not going to run Joe Biden. So if you're a conservative sitting on your hands, you'd better wake up because they're not going to run Joe Biden. It's going to be Gavin Newsom. And they're going to bring in Gavin Newsom, you know, the California kid, and, and most of the women in this country, 70% of them, you know, that, that like to vote, you know, liberal, they're going to fall for it because he looks like a soap opera star. Yeah. And it's going to be a hell of a fight, folks. So if you're a conservative woman or woman, I guess I should say, you got to be talking to, because women are the ones that mainly vote liberal. It's not, not men. You look at the polling numbers. Ladies that are conservative, you have got to go out and you have got to talk to your friends and you've got to talk to them about why Donald, they should vote for Donald Trump. The only way that we fix this problem is if we get, you know, suburban moms and minorities to vote for Donald Trump. Now, he's, he's up with Hispanics. He's up with blacks bigly. Love using that word. He's up with blacks bigly. But the female voters, ladies that are listening, and there's hundreds in this chat, there's thousands listening online. If you're a female conservative, Colonel, I'm going to say this one more time, beat it in like a broken record. Female conservatives, you've got to talk to your female friends, whether you're at the gym, whether you're having a girls' night, whatever it is. Right now, we are 11 months away from losing this country for good. You have got to talk to your female friends and tell them why they have to vote for Donald Trump. Tell them to put their feelings aside and think about their children's future, their grandchildren's future, their future as, as, as with them and their husband or them and their boyfriend or whoever. And if you don't, if women do not realize uh, that, that they're going to lose, you think it's bad now? Mean tweets and locker room talk are going to be the worst, worst, <laughs> they're going to be the best thing that happened to you, I guess I should say. Locker room talk is going to be the best thing you've, you've worried about come, say, 2025 or 2026 if Donald Trump's not your president. Yeah. Yeah, the, uh, the spaces audience can't see it, but I've got my red uh, Make America Great hat on again, and, and Matt's wearing his, his white one with the black lettering on it uh, as we were having this discussion. And I want to go back to the Iranian cells uh, and Hamas cells or whatever, the, the Islamo-Nazi cells that are inside America now. Don't be surprised that our, if our CIA or FBI uh, is, uh, and this is plausible, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but based on everything I've learned the last five years, this is very plausible, folks. Don't be surprised if those folks show up with MAGA gear that was provided by our CIA and FBI, uh, and that's what they try to make it look like, because that's what Chris Ray talks about all the time, is keeping his resources focused on the white male supremacists and extremists <laughs> in the military, in, the, in our society, because we're the greatest threat to the United States of America. And that's bullshit. I served this country 32 and a half years. Every veteran ought to be marching on Washington, throwing eggs at that damn FBI building until that guy's gone, because he deserves to be prosecuted and put in prison for the rest of his life in that solitary confinement cell where Owen Schroyer's at in Oakdale, Louisiana, at the federal prison. Uh, that's what that's what's got me going right now because that's what the kind of crap that normal citizens think their government will do to them because they're seeing it actually happen today 
And that has got me really pissed off. And I'm going to probably stay pissed off about it along, for a long time until we get some accountability and fix this shit. Let's go over to the audience before we have to end the show and let them ask some questions. I bring out the best in you, don't I, Colonel? Yes, you do, Matt. You are lit. All right, Naomi, go ahead. Oh, what a great, great, great show. I just heard that, uh, Colonel, that this was your last one on Red Wagon. Hey, Kate, Shale. Um, but uh, we want to thank you. But the only thing I want to say is, you know, every time I see Anthony Blinken speaking, <laughs> it just tears me up. I'm like, it sounds like to me, yeah, you're trying to do a balancing act, but while you're doing mm. that, you're adding fuel to protesters by talking about how bad it is, yeah. how hungry everybody is, how war-torn it is. Hell, that's war. Yes, sir. We don't need him to give us a rendition of what he's saying. Most people should know. I think he's really pouring um, gas on the fire whenever he speaks, for sure. Yeah. And um, I guess the only other thing we've talked about quite a bit, but I, I do want to thank you. I've enjoyed the show and Kat and Shell and James and everybody. So I want to keep up with them. Enjoy your time off in December. Yep. Well, we look forward to uh, uh, getting back on track with you. Yeah, and we'll be back. Uh, and Kat and Shell have, have uh, said they'll do spaces with us uh, uh, on the show live. I just don't know exactly how often it'll be every week or uh, yeah. or what time yet uh, or the exact format, but we're working on it. Uh, we'll retool it over that uh, month off. Thank you very much. There's one more hand up. Go ahead. Yeah, don't don't hold back, Colonel. We'd love to hear you. I'm sorry this is your last show. Um, the Democrats have learned learned nothing from 9-11, right? You talk about the fact that they're here. We know they're here, right? And they're doing nothing. They're chasing. They're still The FBI is still chasing down J-6 people who sneezed on mm -hmm. the Capitol yeah. um, and ignoring terrorists that are in our country. Yeah. And God forbid we have another... Um, uh, 9/11, but it's it's inevitable at this point. Yeah, it's coming. It's coming. Stay armed. I don't go anywhere unarmed, especially if I'm going to a meeting with uh, that's politically oriented. Uh, uh, I don't go anywhere unarmed anymore, unless the law prevents me from doing it. Like I'm going to New York City here in a in a couple weeks, uh, and I can't go armed because if I did, I'd get arrested and put in their prison. You know, we got to so, get you your HR two eighteen, Carl. What's that? We got to get you your HR two eighteen so you can carry federally. Yeah, exactly. Sure, that'd be great. All right, Matt. Uh, we got uh, we got exactly two minutes left before the live show uh, broadcast is over. With uh, uh, what's going to happen next with Seth, Seth Rich? Uh, that case, do you think? Uh, I think the FBI, the assistant U.S. attorneys, they're going to kick the can down the road like they always do. They'll file an appeal more than likely, uh, or they'll get insane uh, disclosure, you know, time frame of when they're going to release the information. They, the judge gave them 14 days to come up with a time frame to release the laptops, the to release the laptops, to release the um, uh, the tape, DVD drives, and to release the information on the on the written information. It was it was uh, it was it was insane. I think it was. Don't hold me to this. It was going to take 83 years for them to release it because they only wanted to release 500 pages a month. 
And it was, it was an insane, it was, it was like, it was insane, you know, tens of thousands of pages. And it's going to take 83 years for them to release it all. They'll, they'll definitely play that game, Colonel. They're going to kick the can down the road. They're going to play, but it's a victory. I had so many people comment with nothing's going to happen. It's the same idiots that go, your vote doesn't matter. Nothing's going to happen. Those yeah. are the people that you might as well just get out of the way because we're coming through, we're on the train and we're going to yeah. win in 24. And if your attitude yes, is my vote doesn't matter, it's nothing's going to happen. What should, should we just stop fighting, Colonel? Because I'm not going to stop fighting. Are you? No, we're never going to stop fighting. You know, the American Revolution at the Battle of Lexington and Concord, an 80-something-year-old uh, uh, veteran uh, from the uh, British forces that were in America at the time that was an American, picked up his musket and joined all the youngsters uh, to stop the British. We're never going to stop fighting. My heritage goes all the way back to that fight, and I'm never ever going to stop fighting, Matt. Thank you very much. I'll see you guys after in the after show. And the Rob Maynard show is not ending. It existed before RVM. It will exist afterwards. We'll just be back in January after we've done some retooling and taking a look at the technology and everything, make sure that we're ready to go uh, uh, on my pro producer uh, finger buttons and everything. So I got to figure all that out again. Uh, but uh, we will be back uh, in January with our X Spaces Live and with great guests like Matt Couch uh, and Chad Caton and all of those folks that you've been uh, hearing from telling you the facts and the truth, because that's what we do for you. We'll see you in a bit, Matt. Well, folks, that's it. And uh, Tucker is still laughing, and I used him because he wasn't laughing at the situation. He was laughing at the absurdities of the United States government and what it's doing to his citizens and what it's trying to do to the entire world from a globalist perspective. So Tucker's still laughing. I'll see you in 2024. Ha, 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 ha,